Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Hello, and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with a very... Calm, cool, and collected... Jason Shear. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Who forgot his name because we're so what are, happy. What are names? Arizona basketball just defeated USC 91-71 tonight. And guess what? I think something important happened. I believe Arizona is the undisputed Pac-12 champion. You should do it like Paul Heyman from WWE. Oh, yes. Is it undisputed, undefeated? Yes. Well, yeah. So Arizona is the Pac-12 champ. There's Boom. nothing that could happen in the next few days. That would change that. Arizona is your Pac-12 champ. You can't see it, but I have a little wildcat thing, and you got to hit it to make it. Hopefully, the sing. University of Arizona doesn't sue us now. Oh, Whatever. Stop. <laughs> anyway, who cares? We're so freaking happy. Arizona won in a great game. I don't even know. Do we have? Did you give me questions? Or I just... did give you questions. <laughs> Shelby is beside herself. I have had three cups of coffee. In the last 45 minutes. I don't need, I guess I should look these up. I let my daughter stay up till 11 o'clock. I said so many bad words in front of her. There's no way that she could look at me the same ever again. My wife, Shelby, invited my dad to a strip club at one point. I was beside myself (laughs) I was out of control. It was a night in the sheer household. We had people (laughs) demanding that we do the podcast. I was so excited that I didn't even look at the questions. What are questions? You know, whatever. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> back on track. Bringing it back in. Uh, basically, we won just like we expected, right? Yeah, I thought Arizona would win. The idea that Arizona would win like this. Cleaned their clock. Was not expected. And if you told me that you expected Arizona to run USC off the floor, I would have said, you are lying. It was 51 to 27 at halftime. But you did say USC was going to have difficulty right. matching so, their energy. Right. And, and a couple things, and we'll kind of get to that in the next question, but what I kind of predicted could happen uh, did happen because that's what I do. Because we won. Correct. Okay. We won. Um, <laughs> how impressive of a win was this? So, like, before the game, I tweeted, I think people took it the wrong way. And it wasn't like a doom and gloom. Like, I wasn't changing my pick. I, I picked Arizona to win a close game. And what I said is, you know, this was a difficult environment. Like they, USC was billing this as a major, major game. They sold out. They gave the students a thousand extra tickets. They filled the place up. Kids were lining up three hours in advance. It was the type of game where it's like, okay, if Arizona plays well and loses, it's not the end of the world and crap happens. Right. And so people took that as like, oh, you're doom and gloom. It's like, no, I I still think Arizona is going to win. Um, Arizona to go into that environment and do what they did against a USC team who by all accounts is it's a solid team. Is, I mean, Jay Billis said USC's good. It's just that Arizona's Ari- better. Yeah, I I would venture to say, and I'm confident saying this, that there may not be a team in the country that could have beat USC the way Arizona did tonight. Um, and that's not taking away from the Gonzagas of the world, whatever. 
Arizona went in and dominated USC. And yeah, they lost the second half. I know, they lost by four. But they went in and they just crushed USC. I mean, took their soul from them in the first half and then it kind of cruised in the second half. And even Tommy Lloyd said, look, you build a 20-point lead, inevitably the other team's going to go on a run. Like, it's just how, you know, basketball works. And USC went on their run and then all of a sudden Coloco blocks a shot, scores, Dale and Terry hits a three, and that's that. There's your run. And so um, it it's going to look like Arizona beat the crap out of a team and Arizona's Pac-12 champion and all that. But this is going to be a quad one road win by 20 points. And when Selection Sunday comes and Arizona's a one seed, this is going to be one of the top games that they look at. How is Arizona able to build such a big lead? So remember in the podcast, like I said, like USC had played really close games with the Oregon schools. And I had the rule where it's really hard to match the energy, but you know, USC was at home, which was a positive. I thought that Arizona's energy was just completely unmatched by USC. Like Arizona was just dribbling around USC, which is normally a good defensive team. Um, but there was no one on USC that could stay in front of his man. I mean, Ben was getting into the paint at will. Arizona finished uh, with 44 points in the paint, which is a lot, obviously. And, and uh, I mean, when Arizona's taking care of the ball, and shooting the three ball well, it's the best offense in the country. I have no doubt in my mind. Arizona finished the game with seven turnovers, four in the second half, and went 12 of 25 from three. There's very few teams in the country that are going to be able to play with Arizona when that happens. Um, and I just thought, like, Andy Enfield went to zone a few times. If you go back and watch that game, every time Enfield went to zone, it was the worst freaking zone you've ever seen in your life. It was pretty bad. It was just stupid. It's like, why are you going to a zone? And, uh, and playing in that way. And so um, I thought that, you know, Arizona got in foul trouble. And they did it early. Right? But they had a bunch of guys step up. This was one of those nights where a bunch of guys stepped up. And, um, you know, I'll credit them. We'll talk about them in a bit. But really, it just came to energy. And Tommy Lloyd said after the game on the radio, and we'll write this up in a bit, um, he had a feeling, and this is kind of what we said too, that Arizona would either play really well against Colorado and poorly against USC or poorly against Colorado and really well against USC. And so he's like, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy type of deal. But remember, like, he lit into the team after the Colorado game. And the question was how they were going to respond. And we said we thought they would they would respond well. They responded better than they have all season. It, it was just a, a very uh, impressive performance. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Speaking of performance, individual performances that stood out to you. So I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to start with two guys we don't normally talk about. Perfect. Um, you know, the easy answer is right there. But when there was foul trouble early on, there were two guys that came in and were awesome. The first one is Umar Bala. 11 points, uh, 5 rebounds in 25 minutes, and didn't turn the ball over. And the energy was as good as he's had all year. And when he plays like that, he is a starting center in the Pac-12. He, re- I mean, he probably is anyway. 
The other guy that I thought played awesome tonight was Justin Kyer. Uh, 12 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, no turnovers. He had some boss moves, right? too. When your bench can go and have those two performances when you're in foul trouble, it goes a long, long way towards winning. And I thought that those guys, in a way, were the MVPs. Yeah, I mean, look, Ben, 19 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. He's the Plaque 12 player of the year. We know that. Right, and obviously I'll give him credit. Uh, Kerr was obviously fantastic. 18 points, four rebounds, four assists, no turnovers. Mm -hmm. Five of 13 shooting, didn't really take many bad shots. Dalen Terry does what Dalen Terry does. But I felt that Kyer and Balo were as, look, uh, Kyer had 12 points. He would have been the second leading scorer in USC. Balo had 11. He would have been the second leading scorer behind Max uh, Agbonpolo, who I said sucked. So naturally he played the best game of his life with 14 points. But when you can get 14 points from Agbonk Polo and hold Boogie Ellis to nine points, Isaiah Mobley to nine, and Drew Peterson must hate Dale and Terry because Drew Peterson was one of 13 in the first meeting and two for 11 in this meeting. And I'm not very good at math, so I'm going to do it in my head, but I believe that adds up to th three for 24. He is three for 24 in two games against Arizona. If you give me 24 shots, you think I could hit three? Yeah. I don't, but... It wouldn't, it, you know, it wouldn't be that much worse. But like, and I, and I said they need Mobley and Peterson to play well. At least one of them to have any chance. And both guys didn't play well. I mean, Mobley finished three of twelve, and Peterson two for eleven. They were five of twenty-three tonight. Uh, with you know, they just didn't really do anything. It actually could have been a lot worse if Agbon Polo didn't play well. All right. Well, the end result is we are the undisputed Pac-12 champions. Hit it, Shelby. Well, first it goes, and then the second one is, it's this cute little Wilbur head. I think we've had that for literally 20 we've years. We've had it for 20 years, and, and he still works. It's the first time the dog's seen it, and she's horrified. Bianca's scared of the Wilbur head, but so? whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, we should do like the scene in The Godfather where she wakes up and the head's the in her head. bed. Yeah, she will. Instead of a horse head, it'll be Wilbur's head. That's kind of dark. Anyway, we're moving back forward to the last question. Um, Pac-12 champions, how surprised should people be, really? Well, I want to shout out Michael Luke and myself. Let's shout we, out Michael Luke. We said that Arizona was being underrated nationally when you looked at this roster overall. Did I think Arizona would win? No. I believe I picked Arizona second or third. I don't remember. I picked UCLA to win the conference, which most people did. Um, it's not just how Arizona won the conference I'm sorry, it's not that just Arizona won the conference, it's how it won the conference. Like, there's still multiple games left in this season. Arizona still has two games left. Um, and, you know, it is, it, it is. am I shocked that they won? No, I'm not. But I, I am surprised at, I guess, how easy it was when you think about it. It was a pretty... It's <laughs> a good run. I mean, from my perspective, I'm not playing. But it was a pretty easy Pac-12 title. This didn't go down to the last day where you need some help. Here and there. They split with UCLA. They swept USC. They beat Oregon when they needed to. They won tough games. And they deserve... They Shelby's just watching highlights again. They deserve... <laughs> we're going to get sued by everyone. They deserve to win the Pac-12 fight. Like, there is no question. You look at some of the conferences and you can say, you know what? I know they won, but I'm not sure they're the best team in the conference, you know? It might be that team that finished second. I don't care what happens in the Pac-12 tournament. There's not one dude in America that's going to say Arizona's not the best team in the Pac-12. No. 
And they definitely had a disservice tonight by being the 9 o'clock draw. I will give credit. I'm not big on Jay Billis and Reese Davis, but I thought that they showed Arizona quite a bit of love tonight. And I just found out tonight, and I want to take a minute to, to talk about this. Did you know that Coach K's last game is Saturday? What? Yeah, he's actually retiring. Just found this out tonight. Uh, it kind of overshadows the game a How little bit. Wait, ESPN hasn't even said anything yeah, about this. Yeah, so it came as a shock to me. Uh, I'm sure it came as a shock to you. Rats everywhere are very upset today. Uh, it is Coach K's last game this weekend. <laughs> On Saturday. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if UNC actually wins, though? It like, just to funny. ruin his day. Honestly, the, the funniest thing would be, like, when you think about it, every coach in America, I don't care what they say. They'll never say this publicly. When, when that NCAA tournament starts... Every coach in America wants to be the one to end Coach K's career. It's going to be great. Every coach is going to be like, I want, you know. There's one thing, and I told you this in the car the other day. We're just kind of like extemporaneously talking now. <laughs> oh, big word. I, I am a little bummed. I know Thursday is going to be a, another loot honoring night. Yeah. But I, it just the timing of when loot passed away was during COVID. I, it just, he did not get the props that he deserved. You know, I know that he did. He did. Absolutely. We just, not. You know, U of A was shut down. I know they tried to like, you know, Jerry rig some things for Lou Dolson, but like just seeing all of the promotion that Coach K is getting, it kind of like makes me a little bittersweet. So you know, thinking of Lou Dolson, twenty five years ago, I you know, on the record in other podcasts we talked about this was like the greatest twenty four hours of my life. It is for a lot of Tucsonans and you know, you know, Wildcat fans. Still very special. Hopefully, it's something that we're leading towards for this year. But, you know, all this accolades that Coach K is getting, I tip my hat to Lou Dolson. We miss you, Coach. I've had a lot of women tell me that I was a part of the best 24 hours of their life as well. Really? Who are those women, women, Jason? Anyway, on that note, (laughs) Shelby just eye murdered me. I did. Um... So, on that note, uh, there are still two games this week. I know. It's, like, weird. Cal and Stanford. Good luck to you guys. Uh, and I like what Tommy Lloyd said after the game. He's like, We're, we'll celebrate this in the offseason. We got a lot of basketball. And he said on the way home, he's actually going to watch film of Stanford. Um, so, look, like. He's still coaching, man. Yeah, I mean, look, there's plenty of basketball. but And then, let, you know, we might as well talk about seeding a little bit. Let's do it. Uh, Kansas lost to TCU. If a Jayhawk fought a horned frog in real life, who would win? Mm, is the Jayhawk, it, right? Because of the flying abilities. Like, if, what if the frog was poisonous? Yeah, are horned frogs poisonous? I think they are. Google that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Kansas lost to TCU. I'm not ready to say Kansas is out of the one seed, but it probably dropped back to a two. Baylor's going to be a one. Um, the Big 12 winner's going to be a one. If it's Kansas and Kansas runs the table, it'll probably be Kansas and Baylor. But Arizona is in the position where if it wins both games this week, which it will, it won't matter what happens in the Pac-12 tournament. It's a one seed. It's just a matter of what region it's in. Um, It's not like, because the way that the Pac-12 is designed now too is Arizona most likely in its first game is going to play Colorado or Oregon and a loss to those teams um, isn't going to affect Arizona more than like, you know, Kansas losing to TCU or something. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, barring something shocking this week, Arizona pretty much locked up a one seed tonight, I would think. I would just like to remind everyone, I believe that Arizona men's basketball 
was picked to finish fourth in the conference. Some people picked to finish, uh, picked them to finish eighth. Yeah, some people. <laughs> so for all of you, suck it. Yeah, Dale and Terry had some not safe for work comments on his Instagram. I can't play them. A little cursing. Not but... safe for work. Right. Uh, wow. So, but yeah, and they know. I see you, Dalen. So, it's a great night. And by the way, I think I've said that 19 times. There is, as a casual viewer, uh-huh. as a um, unbiased viewer such as myself. Oh, yeah. There is, I'm assuming for you, uh-huh. no better feeling than when you're watching a road, and we said this before. Road win. When you're watching a road win, and all of a sudden that sold out crowd isn't very loud and you hear those u of a chants there is yes nothing like it in america and, and I, i'm not saying i i know that there's fan bases that travel i've been to tournament games wisconsin right where where fan bases travel michigan went years ago ohio state whatever there is no other place where you hear the u of a chants at away stadiums and arenas and like it's just so Arizona. clear and concise and i did want to make a special note i made a note to myself for this podcast Thank you so much to the SoCal Cats. I know that the Bay Area Cats shouted them out on, on Twitter. A lot of people did too. But the SoCal Cats showed up. Everyone was, you. we could hear you on TV. It was awesome. Especially because if U of A chants weren't happening, it was literally just cricket noises and Jay Bill is talking. Oh my God, Shelby. So thank you guys for representing Wildcat Nation. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down, sheer up. We got a busy week. Uh, football starts Tomorrow. Yeah, you had to go to luncheon today. Yeah, nice little luncheon with Jedfish. We posted a bunch of stuff on Wildcat Authority. We're going to do another podcast tomorrow for Stanford, then another podcast after that, then another podcast after that, then another podcast after that, and then it's Pac-12 title, and then the girls' Pac-12 tournament starts tomorrow, and we're running a sale where it's 50% off Wildcat Authority annual subscriptions. Monthly, you are able to upgrade. Once again, wildcatauthority.com, 50% off. Wow, was that you or is that a announcer? And then I should do the fast voice where it's like, and I'll turn <laughs> Anyway, Shelby, one more time for the road. You know what to do. Thanks, everyone, and bear down. Bear down, cheer up. Shelby slapped that wildcat. <laughs>